The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Story White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, guys, what's going on? Well, it's uh, starting to get a little warmer, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> I think winter's finally over. It's March 1st <laughs> as we speak, so tomorrow it's supposed to get really nice. So <laughs> it's, Right yeah. on, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, it's just, oh, we are approaching... In just a couple of weeks, okay, we are approaching the one-year anniversary of the Carino and the world going to hell with everything. I remember... Well, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because I remember it was March, it was Friday, March 13th. Yep. Ducky, you'll remember a friend of ours... uh, was having a house party to commemorate her birthday. And we were there and we had a grand old time. And then we woke up the next day and it was basically Armageddon outside. Mm-hmm. The world mm-hmm. just, the world just went, went straight to hell. So, <laughs> And it's nine days until I went to the biggest, the last big show before it hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys get the chance when it comes out. It, it shouldn't be available here in Canada yet, but to our to our American listeners, go out and grab the new Decibel magazine if you enjoy um, the heavier type music, because the cover story is uh, one year without live music. And oh wow! It's, it's like yeah, yeah. I I haven't read it yet, but I know I know the author who who wrote it, and it's supposed to be. Pretty heavy duty. In some ways, I'm looking forward to reading it. In other ways, I am not. What I am looking forward to, though, is talking tonight with you, cool dudes. We got a lot. Uh, we lot. We got a lot going on. Um, we had the elimination chamber, mm-hmm. and we're going to see here if Snowy successfully defended. The title, we got some AEW uh, Revolution picks, some big, uh, some, some big, some big stuff happening in AEW, shall we say? And I'm really looking forward to tonight's turnbuckle talk. It was something I didn't even let you guys in on it. And I'm going to wait till the last possible second to do it as well because it's sort of kind of going to be sort of a game okay yeah yeah gonna gonna test your wrestling thinking caps tonight. swerve oh <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right that's right so but first and foremost if everyone is doing well all of your loved ones and all that yep. um then uh, i'm going to turn it over to you mr copper what's going on well, uh, a couple weeks ago, as of today, we had the Elimination Chamber event. Uh, this one, a bit shorter than previous ones in previous years, as, as most pay-per-views have been uh, <laughs> this, this whole 
past year. But uh, nevertheless, that didn't keep it from being good because it was. So (laughs) definitely some really good highlights on this one, even though there was only five matches or six matches if you count the pre-show. But uh, yeah, there's much to discuss. And actually, there was actually technically seven matches, but we'll get into that later. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So in the pre-show... There was a fatal four-way match to determine who would replace Keith Lee in the United States Championship Triple Threat uh, on the main card. So that was John Morrison, Elias, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali. Uh, to be quite honest, I didn't really think very much of that. I didn't really think the there was a, anything really highlight-worthy in this uh, match. So I'll just say that John Morrison got the win by rolling up Mustafa Ali after a distraction. So... Retribution continues their losing ways. And Morrison gets a shot at the U.S. title. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, on to the main card proper. The opening contest was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber to determine who would face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship later in the night. And I use the term later very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, that was uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, King Corbin, Jay Uso, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro. Daniel Bryan and Cesaro were the first two in the ring, much to everybody's delight. It was the five minutes of absolutely just glorious pro wrestling as, as they've uh, demonstrated the past couple weeks on SmackDown when they faced each other. Uh, Baron Corbin, or sorry, King Corbin, <laughs> was the first out of his pod. As uh, when when the when the pod when they were doing like the pod selector thing, you could actually hear Sami Zayn in the background going, "Not me, not me, not me, not me." <laughs> but uh, yeah, so when Corbin came in, uh, he makes his entry. Uh, really goes after Daniel Bryan's knee. Gets worked over a lot in this match that kind of compromises him, adding to his uh, his whole underdog thing that he does so well, I think. And uh, yeah. Um, Corbin dominates until Zane was the next one to be released. Uh, Zane absolutely refuses to leave his pod. So, yeah, he's like <laughs> keeping the doors shut. King Corbin's trying to lure him out. So he's like standing against one of the doors, like basically taunting Corbin while Zaro on the other door <laughs> opens the other door behind Zane and Zane turns around. And basically, from that point, Zane is just a punching bag for everybody in the mat. <laughs> And uh, until he eventually finds his way to the top of a pod battling with Cesaro, Zane tried uh, to climb along the side of the chamber, but Cesaro kicked him off uh, for the first big bump of the night. Uh, Cesaro then scored the first elimination after doing the Cesaro swing to uh, King Corbin, followed by a sharpshooter causing Corbin to tap out. So Corbin's out. Owens was the next one out and uh, immediately starts battering Sami Zayn, despite Zayn's uh, attempts to reunite with him, given their history. Uh, yeah, the chaos escalates with uh, the four men in the ring, all hitting big moves, laying each other out uh, as uh, Uso looks out from his pod. Uh, when Uso's fi- uh, time finally hits, he and Owens immediately begin to brawl, just add more and more to their blood feud that's been going on the past few months. Uh, Owens hits a beautiful-looking moonsault off the top of a pod onto the other four men, uh, following up with stunners to Cesaro, uh, Brian, and Zane, the last of which eliminates Zane by pinfall. So Zane's out. And 
As Zane was being removed from the elimination chamber, uh, when they opened the sliding door to get him out, Jey Uso slams the sliding door of the chamber onto Kevin Owens' arm, trapping him there, just starts feeding him super kick after super kick after super kick. Gets him back into the ring, hits a Samoan splash on him, and pins Owens. Owens is out. So now it's down to uh, Cesaro, Uso, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah, Cesaro and Bryan, again, going... Going back and forth, uh, Cesaro tried to take advantage of Brian's bad knee by hitting a Cesaro swing while holding just the one bad leg. But he was hit by an Uso super kick and a Samoan splash, and Uso then pinned or eliminated Cesaro. So sorry, Ducky, your pick was out. Oh, you're gone. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it comes down to Daniel Bryan and uh, main event Jay Uso. Uh, Uso went to the top of the pod for a splash, but Daniel Bryan got his knees up. This one absolutely looked painful. I actually felt bad for Jey Uso and his ribs after seeing this one. <laughs> and uh, Daniel Bryan then hits the running knee on Uso, scores the pin and the win. So Daniel Bryan has, yeah, now wins his third elimination chamber in his career uh-huh. and gets to face Roman Reigns later in the night. But no sooner... That after the bell rang, Roman Reigns' music hits, and out he comes with Paul Heyman in tow. <laughs> so, yeah. Roman Reigns demands that the match start immediately, and, well, sure enough, the head of the table always gets his way. So, Reigns tries to hit his spear right off the, be- right off the bell, but uh, Dan O'Brien rolls through and tries to lock him into the bell lock. Reigns powers out of this and begins dropping big punches and elbows onto Dan O'Brien. After that, Reigns quickly locks in the guillotine choke to end the match in short order. So, tonight wow. was, yeah, not really Daniel Bryan's nights for to win titles, but he had, regardless, he had a great showing in the Elimination Chamber, starting one of the first two guys and ended up winning. But, yeah, of All course, right. Roman Reigns being Roman Reigns, being a heel, a really good heel, I should, I should add. He's got, he's got mm-hmm. that heat there. He just wants At to least get he started up. yelling this time. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what did he start yelling? Sorry? I don't remember what he started yelling, but he, at, least, he at least was yelling at Daniel Bryan this time. Oh, yeah. Like, unlike his other opponents where he would just talk. It's like Roman. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can get away with that now because there's no actual crowd there, but, well. Yeah. Either way. But, okay. yeah, as Reigns, as Reigns is celebrating his quote-unquote victory... Edge runs in and hits Roman with a spear of his own before pointing at the WrestleMania sign, causing a bunch of unnecessary pyro out of nowhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> just by pointing at the sign. The crowd got lit on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, crowd's not, the crowd's no more. They got incinerated. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, sorry? This was Edge, yeah, so this was Edge obviously making it official that he has picked Roman to face for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Okay, that's awesome. Good on Dan- good on Daniel Bryan and all that for everything that went on. The important thing here, though, remember, is up to this point right now, Snowy is two for two. Yep. And well, <laughs> that's the important thing <laughs> to remember. So am I. Don't forget. What? Yeah, uh, I can pick Daniel Bryan uh, too. Yeah, but that, that's not as important, though. I said the important oh. thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I'd say the most important thing is, is that I'm on your heels. <laughs> I'm coming for the title. 
False sense, sense of security. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. There's still three matches to go or four, but we'll there, get to that. There's still plenty of wrestling to go. <laughs> yep, exactly. So next up was the United States Championship Triple Threat, hitting Bobby Lashley against Matt Riddle and John Morrison. Okay, early on, John Morrison makes the mistake by trying to join in with Lashley beating on Riddle. Lashley is having none of this as he doesn't want or need any help. So, yeah, this kind of earns uh, earns the ire of uh, Bobby Lashley to uh, John Morrison. Lashley, Lashley continued to dominate uh, even as Riddle and Morrison tried to join forces to overwhelm him. Uh, Morrison and Riddle did briefly take Lashley out, battling between themselves uh, briefly before Lashley raged his way back into the match, only to be hit uh, with a floating bro from Riddle and a starship pain from Morrison, but still managed to kick out. So they are really pushing Lashley to be the next big strongman here. Because if he kicked out of those, if he kicks out of those, then yeah, that's that's uh, mm. pretty impressive. Lashley well, then lost. out of a finisher. Yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty common. <laughs> yeah, have you ever watched the Takeover? Everybody kicks out of finishers. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Lashley then locks uh, John Morrison in uh, his hurt lock uh, submission hold. So mm-hmm. he grabbed MVP's crutch and then used it to attack Lashley. And Lashley rolls out of the ring, selling the effects of the crutch hit. Riddle then hits John Morrison with the bro Derek and scored the win to take the title without having to pin Lashley. All right. Another yes. one for Snowy. Woohoo! <laughs> and me. I think we all got one. And me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were Keith Lee originally, but yeah, yeah. After, after he got dropped, yeah. Yeah. We all picked Riddle, so we all we all had a good time, as I'm sure Riddle had a good time afterwards, uh, you know, having a little uh, herbal influence in the back. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I got, I'm going to go to my, I'm going to go outside and have a smoke. Can you let me back in in like 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, I'm sure he's got a room in the back where he's, that's reserved for him to to have a couple oh, of jazz cigarettes. <laughs> but anyway. Riddle is the new United States champion. And Lashley did not get uh, defeated, so he looks... Well, he, he did get defeated, but he didn't take the pin, so he looks strong in defeat, I suppose. Right, right. Yeah. So Keeping him strong. Keeping him strong. Keeping, yeah, keeping him a monster. I think uh, we're, we're seeing a reincarnation of uh, Walking Armageddon from TNA. <laughs> I hope so. I hope yeah. so. That was his Just- best gift. Yeah. Oh, when he when he was in T when he was and it's too bad no one was watching it. Okay, mm-hmm. because yeah, he was on fire, and it's like, man, you 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 thought, man, did the, did they really drop the ball when they when they let let this guy go? They just weren't using him properly. He comes here, he sets the wrestling world on fire, yeah, goes well, back, and then look what they do with him. Then like, oh yeah, it's taken three years for them to do anything good with Lashley, mind you. But, uh, but yeah, like when they released him initially in 2010, I think it was, uh, he actually was still pretty green and like, uh, Vince only brought him up to the main roster because, well, he saw what he looked like. <laughs> that, mm. that was basically it. Yeah. Like he, he had his runs as us champion and, uh, ECW champion, uh, back about yeah, a decade ago. But yeah, he was too green. He was bad on the mic. He's rusty in the ring. But then he went to TNA and he really owned his skills uh, everywhere else. So, yeah, he's he's a seasoned pro now, and he's held 
what, every title in TNA? Uh, yeah, like, at one point, he had, like, all the belts? Yeah, he's, uh... I know the world title for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the X title... Yeah, yeah, he did the thing that Kurt and Small Joe did. Okay. Every belt. All right. Yeah, and since he's been back in WWE, he's been Intercontinental Champion and U.S. Champion, so not 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 doing too bad for himself, I suppose. And maybe as we speak on Raw tonight, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I think right now at the uh, top of the hour, eight o'clock. I think that's when his match with. Uh, the Miz, or sorry, they match with uh, whoever the WWE champion is is going to happen. So who knows? He might be. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't hear that. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, next up was uh, originally there was supposed to be a uh, women's match. It was supposed to be uh, Lacey Evans against Oscar uh, for the Raw Women's Title, and they kind of talked about it on the pre-show, like kind of making it seem that there would be a replacement for Oscar to face, but there wasn't. So that match was just dropped completely. So in its place, we got the women's tag team title match with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, this was kind of, in my opinion, the the weakest match of the main card. Like, sorry to say, because so many of the women in this match, other than Nia Jax, are so <laughs> insanely talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's just some sometimes... Shit just doesn't go right. That Simone drop on Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah. So she's just so so. Nia Jax could have snapped her left arm. Yeah, could have ruined the main event of WrestleMania. Yep. Thankfully, though, she didn't. But anyway, uh, starting off though, this uh, this match, uh, Belair and Banks worked well as a team uh, early. Including uh, <laughs> Bel Air was taunting uh, Nia Jax for her weeks of butt-related injuries. No, Dora, I'm, I'm going to get into that as soon as you're. Uh, as soon as, <laughs> My as, soon, hole. as, soon, as, as yeah. soon as you're as soon as you're done this match, I got something to say about that. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, just just on the whole, you know, it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I've, got, I've got an opinion about her hole. <laughs> okay. So uh, once Baszler got in, she was able to start grinding away at the at the challengers. Baszler locked the uh, Kirafuda clutch. That is not an easy word to spell, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Right up there with Tabisco. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Kirafuda clutch uh, on Belair, but Banks tags herself in and hits a frog splash for a near fall. Belair then uh, tags herself back in, hits the KOD or the Kiss of Death on Baszler. Jax was able to break up the pin. Reginald, uh, who is Carmilla's uh, sommelier, uh, who's apparently smitten with Sasha Banks, uh, makes his way out to the ring, uh, tries to give Sasha Banks a champagne bottle to use against uh, Nia Jax. But sh- uh, Sasha Banks just kind of looks at it and goes, I'm not using this, but the referee sees it. The referee takes it from her, gets, gets rid of it, and as he's doing this, Nia Jax picks up... Uh, Sasha Banks in a Samoan drop and gets the pin and the win. So, yeah, the this match overall and the finish to it was kind of meh, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, just seemed like it could have been easily on an episode of SmackDown, in my opinion. 
Right, right. Okay. It does, does does feel like like I never I never even saw it, and just from just knowing what it was, and like it just seems like it was thrown together. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. They kind of had to throw it together to replace the uh, all women's title match. So it yeah. seems like sorry, it seems like Jax gets all of her publicity <laughs> from hurting people. Okay, mm-hmm. and now this. This my whole crap. Okay, <laughs> that seems to have gone. You know, I guess the kids call it gone viral. I imagine there's lots of videos out there and all that. This whole the the whole thing, it just reeks of. Okay, you know when you you think okay something like that should be impromptu, but you can tell it was kind of uh, kind of put together. That's what this whole thing kind of reeks of. I don't know if it okay. was. Though, well, okay, okay, sorry. Because uh, they they were like initially WWE uh, censored it from their replays and like their YouTube videos. They had actually edited it out, but then they saw all the steam that it was uh, getting online of like all the the online wrestling community was just talking about it, like saying like Nijax actually said my whole. Can you believe this? And so yeah, now they're. They're kind of just running with it. So they're going to run that to the ground until everybody's sick to death. <laughs> Tired of it. Where's the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pro- that's probably why someone said, OK, we have this. We have this now. So, you Ooh. know what? Let's let's try to market it, you know, as best we can. The whole thing to me, though, just kind of reeked of of. um Shelly Martinez. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys know where I'm going with this? In TNA? Yeah. Yeah. When, I When she ended up, you know, which that seemed more organic. Okay. Mm-hmm. When she started screaming, my vag, my vag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that that got a lot of steam. That, that got a lot of heat. That got a lot of attention. And now... <laughs> like, and then Bully Ray... <laughs> When he got the cheese grater, the nuts, Taz, what? My My ball. ball. (laughs) (laughs) So now my my initial reaction when I, you know, when you see the WWF trying to reproduce something and she's like, my hole, my hole, because she can't say my veg, because then it's just, oh, it's for sure just a knockoff. (laughs) The unholy trinity has been complete. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of funny that she, out of all the words she could have said, like on a PG related product, she didn't yeah. say butt. Yeah, <laughs> my, my butt, my butt, my ass, and all that, my hole. Yeah. That, oh. All right, I'm, that's all right. All right, I'm, I'm <laughs> a good laugh at that back in Gorilla when that yeah. happened. That, that's his, oh yeah. Ah, 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 oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shit himself again. Yeah. That's good shit. (laughs) Uh, You you like that, Bruce? The way I said shit about her hole? (laughs) Yeah, and then he probably farted on somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, Vince. You suck. Okay, as much as I love to Vince Bash, he's provided me a lot of entertainment over the decades. 
Yeah, good or bad. <laughs> good or bad, he gets the spot. <laughs> Nothing really in the ring or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> like, he had his moment in the sea. Like, he used to be a good booker, and he's taken his fair share of bumps over the years, but. Yeah. Yeah. But in 2021, not so much. Okay. All right. Okay. I've got that out of my system now. So this leads <laughs> this leads us to the uh, second uh, elimination chamber or the main events of the evening. Uh, for the WWE Championship, it was Drew McIntyre defending against AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, who replaced the Miz in the match because uh, the Miz gave up his spot. Uh, uh, the week prior on Raw. Uh, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton. Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton were the first two in, uh, again, calling back to their past rivalry. Uh, there, there's been many of over the years. Um, McIntyre was the first man out of his pod, immediately bringing the fight to Orton. So that feud will never die, apparently, either. <laughs> the no. Yeah. Like Terry Funk says, forever. forever. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so him and yeah, they go go at it for a while. And then Kofi Kingston uh, makes his entrance into the match and uh, quickly scores a pin on Randy Orton. So Randy Orton's out first, which really caught me off guard because like the pin itself also kind of looked like it was an accident. Like if you really if you saw it live. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess it was legit because I I assumed there was going to be uh, something involving the Fiend in this match. Like, I thought Randy Orton was going to be in a pod and, like, smoke was going to start rising up through it. And you would hear the Fiend's laughter, but everybody else would be like, I don't see this. And But Randy Orton's like, Can you, what's going on? <laughs> but, or uh, if yeah. anything, Orton would have went to punch somebody and then the lights go out and then like even Alexa just appears in the corner again. Like, hello. Yeah. And he's like, the yeah, fuck? In the pod that he would have been in. But yeah, there was no uh, there was no Fiend chicanery to be seen on this entire pay-per-view, which is kind of a letdown for me because I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to come back. I guess maybe it'll happen at Fastlane. Maybe it'll happen on a random episode of Raw. Who knows? But until till then, Randy Orton is first eliminated from the Elimination Chamber. And Woo! Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no WWE titles. <laughs> uh, as Orton's leaving the pod, or uh, leaving the chamber, though, AJ Styles tells almost to rip the plexiglass off of his pod, which he does, and that allows Styles to run around the chamber and get in through the door as Orton's leaving. But before Orton leaves, he uh, hits uh, Jeff Hardy and Kofi Kingston with a couple of RKOs. Styles tries to score a cheap pin on both guys who are laid out by the RKOs, but they both kick out. And uh, almost in all of this is rejected from ringside, even though it's a no disqualification match. So I don't really see. He he technically didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but yeah, I mean, other than destroying the pod, but you know. But, uh, yeah, uh, McIntyre looking over at Sheamus because Sheamus is uh, the last guy uh, to come into the match. He's the only guy still left in his pod. Uh, yeah, but then she- when Sheamus finally comes in, McIntyre and Sheamus begin exchanging blows. Uh, really uh, uh, blowing off steam from the buildup from there for Sheamus's heel turn, turning on uh, McIntyre. Uh, Kingston and Hardy... Uh, Tried to go on the attack, but were taken out by Sheamus and Mac, uh, 
and McIntyre, um, who again start going at it after they after they took them out. Uh, an extended period of five men in the chamber followed or followed before Sheamus hit Kingston with a brogue kick and pinned him for the win. So Kingston is out. So sorry, no Kofi Mania part two this year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I I assure you, were there a live crowd there, they would have been chanting Kofi Mania. But oh, probably. Oh, probably. Since it's the Thunderdome now, no such luck. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy hits a uh, twist of fate on St- on AJ Styles and tries to go to the top of the pod to hit a Swanton bomb, but Styles moves out of the way. So uh, Jeff Hardy changes his directory and hits a whisper in the wind onto uh, Sheamus and McIntyre on the on the outside of the ring, well, like in between like the ropes and the chain link part, I guess <laughs> the mm-hmm. outside, if you can call it that. Uh, yeah, he runs back into the ring, hits style, uh, tries to hit Styles with a regular Swanton, but or, or he does hit Styles with a with an actual Swanton from the top rope. Before he could capitalize, Drew McIntyre runs in, hits him with the Claymore, and pins him. So Jeff Hardy's out. McIntyre had to survive a dangerous stretch after white noise from Sheamus and a springboard sent on and a 450 splash from AJ Styles. Uh, Sheamus starts taking the fight to Styles, frustrated that Styles hasn't taken out McIntyre. Sheamus hits McIntyre with the brogue kick, almost goes with the pin, but then Styles comes off the top rope, hits him with a phenomenal forearm, and pins Sheamus. So Sheamus is out. It's down to Styles and McIntyre. So Styles tries to hit another phenomenal forearm coming off the top, but McIntyre reverses that into a Claymore. As as Styles is coming down, uh, yeah, McIntyre jumps up and hits him with the Claymore to pin and win the Elimination Chamber match. So, So McIntyre retains. However, however, after the match is over, Bobby Lashley comes out and starts attacking McIntyre as he's celebrating. Lashley is just dominating McIntyre, throwing him around ringside before locking in the hurt lock and then hitting a full Nelson slam. Uh, after Immediately after this happens, the Miz's music hits. Miz runs out with the referee in tow and the money in the bank contract. Tells, uh, tells the referee he's cashing in. The match starts. Miz immediately hits uh, a basement DDT for a two count. After this, he drives McIntyre face first into the canvas with the skull crushing finale, scoring the pinfall and winning the championship. So the Miz is now the WWE champion. <laughs> oh, God. It was funny. Some guy at work today, because his ringtone on his phone, like when a cab picks him up, is Finn Balor. So after that, we started talking about wrestling, and he goes, What do you think of the Miz being WWE champion again? I was like, It's awesome. He was like, and walked away. <laughs> it's a guess. Yeah, okay. so we didn't we didn't bank on a cash out. We didn't bank on a cash out, so the final score ended up being you and me tied, Snowy. So uh oh, uh-oh. The event of a draw, the champion retains his championship. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I guess yeah, that's the traditional Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when all those Broadways that Ric Flair did, those those 60-minute matches, he always walked out with the title. So, all right, in terms of tradition, I figured, okay, maybe we are going to have to do some sort of tiebreaker, but you know what? I'll take that for the sake of tradition mm-hmm. and all that. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair Uh-oh. enough. 
Or we, we, we could technically be co-champions. I don't know, but I don't want to do that. So, well, hey, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for a cheap gimmick in a couple of years or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. When we, when we run out of ideas. Right. Yeah. But for now, if I'm not, if I'm not the whole champion, I don't want to be the champion. So you're the champion. There you are. <laughs> I, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. All right. So with Miz being. I can't believe I'm saying this. With Miz being the champion again, mm-hmm. um, how, who's? I guess they have to determine a challenger for him at WrestleMania. Now, well, uh, there actually is a match going on right now on Raw as we speak between Bobby Lashley and the Miz. Because I actually uh, forgot to say that before the Elimination Chamber match, they showed uh, footage of of uh, the Miz talking with MVP in the backstage where you couldn't hear any audio. So this ended up being that the uh, MVP cut a deal with the Miz where Lashley would come out, take out McIntyre for Miz to cash in his money in the bank. And in doing that, the Miz owed Lashley a shot at the title. Ah, okay. Miz could just be a transitional champion uh, for Lashley to take it from him. And then we could see Lashley versus McIntyre at Met Mania. Right, right. Oh, yeah. In some way, shape, or form, I think McIntyre is winning it back at me. Yeah, in front, like he's he's gonna win it, win it in front of a crowd at Raymond James Stadium, like he was supposed to last year. But instead of yeah, instead of uh, Brock Lesnar, maybe <laughs> 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 Okay, I'm not gonna say spoilers, but what the fuck? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, Oh my I'll god! Figure I'll figure it out okay. later. Okay. Is oh it something to do with Bad Bunny? No, it's something to do with Bobby Lashley and the Miz. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. All right. Okay. Don't so, worry about it. Yeah. So that was Elimination Chamber 2021. Oh, we fought hard. We mm-hmm. fought it hard. We fought him well. And on the planes, we gave him hell. Yeah. I came this close to my championship. That's right. More shoes and hand grenades. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That and a quarter will get you a phone call. Well, I don't know. Maybe not even that anymore. Do, no, pay, do, do pay phones still work? Like I know there's... Uh, you know. I, think, I think there's a couple still around. <laughs> there's one in my area. Oh, okay. At the uh, 7-Eleven. Uh, oh, they just forgot to take it down. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're like, well, we should probably go. Oh, at the one at that Sev. Oh, fuck that! I'm not going yeah. there. What? It's Burger. Bob's turn. It's Bob's turn to go do that. What do you mean he's not here? Ah, never mind. <laughs> We're going to get an education here on AEW Revolution. I guess I gotta defend the title right away. We want to jump yep. into some uh, predictions here. Who wants to steer the ship? Actually, Matt, you do such a good with job with this. What you got? Okay. Well, we've got eight matches on this card for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, start, uh, presumably, this will be the opening card, uh, our opening match of the card. It's the Casino Tag Team uh, Royale for a future shot at the AEW World Tag Team title. Oh, yeah, that'll be the first match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... Uh, Teams announced uh, as of right now. Uh, there is 
uh, bear country made up of bear boulder and bear Bronson. I guess these guys are a dark tag team match. Yeah. I didn't even register to me who they were. <laughs> I've, I've never seen them on dynamite. So it's, I've seen it's them. In a, I've seen them in a crazy fans ring the weapons match. Oh yeah. Okay. Are they, they're a comedy tag team. I'm guessing. Nope. No, no. Okay. I would have thought being called Bear Country and both guys being named Bear that they would have had. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would be if they were in WWE. <laughs> yeah, like they'd be like the Bushwhackers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so it's Bear Country is the first team uh, listed. Then uh, we got Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order. Uh, we have Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. We have uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, Butcher and the Blade. Uh, private party, top flights, and more to be announced. So, but out of those teams that have been announced so far, I'm going to go with uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver for this one. Mm-hmm. That was actually my like job too. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, they, well, they're they're good comedy, not not bad comedy. So. Yeah, yeah. So out out of the teams listed here, I I definitely think that uh, Reynolds and Silver are well, definitely. actually. I might have to go Santana Ortiz. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Santana Ortiz. All right, all right. Uh, Snowy, you're going with uh, Silver and Reynolds? I'm going with Silver and Reynolds, yeah, because I think um, you have to really start giving this Silver guy, this John Silver, a push. I think this guy guy can be a star if done properly. Yeah, like he's he's definitely over, and he has the charisma. Mm -hmm. To be a to be over, and yeah. here's the thing too. Like, well, with Combat Zone Wrestling, like CZW is apparently returning soon after like a year of not doing shows. Mm-hmm. And John Silver is the current CZW champion. Oh, is he? Okay, all right, all right on. So maybe they can incorporate that into some storylines since since everyone, cool. everybody else apparently nowadays <laughs> in yeah. the world of pro wrestling. Well, it's like remember Nick Gage was supposed to be in that. One of those battle royals, but then he injured his foot over the summer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Kingston instead. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe we'll get an arrival of another uh, tag team that uh, were free agents up until now. Ooh, Rock and Roll Express. No. Let's go, Rock and Rolls. Okay. <laughs> no, Four yeah. Canadian destroyers. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on uh, the Rockers coming in. You know, I think uh, no. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just so long as they on their way to the ring, they deliver their old old promo that they used to. I don't know if you remember that when they went. My name's Sean, and my name's Marty. We love to wrestle, and we love to party. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> That's- that's bad. Oh. It is bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I, that, I don't recall that. I probably should, but maybe yeah. I just blocked it out. I think that was like really early I want to blame like the Rockers on Vince. Okay, but the they were they were they got their start basically with their first big push in the AWA as world champions, and they were the Midnight Rockers, and they were basically a Rock and Roll Express ripoff. I hate to say it, because you know, EWA was my 
my my territory and all that. Uh, but yeah, when they when they came into the WWF, it's like, oh my god, this is Rock and Roll Express, like really watered down. <laughs> yeah, little little did you know, like Shawn Michaels was going to become one of the biggest things like ever. And Marty was going to become one of the biggest jokes ever. Like, yeah. All right. But yeah, there's been like so many copies of like the rock and roll express throughout the years, like with the rockers and, uh, even the Hardy boys and nowadays the, the young bucks. So mm-hmm. with, with that being said, so yeah, the winners of this match face the young bucks or maybe who knows? <laughs> well, I guess we'll see who the winners of the tag team title match over the night. But yeah, so I'm going, yeah, Silver and Reynolds, that's my pick. And oh, okay. That's, yeah, Snowy, and you're going with, you said you're going with Santana Ortiz? I'm, I'm, I'm going with Reynolds and Silver. Okay, but yeah, Ducky's going with Santana and Ortiz? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, next match on the card is a straight-up tag team match. It's uh, Miro and Kip Sabian, or Sabian uh, with Penelope Ford versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Uh... I think I'm going with Miro and Sabian for this one. You figure? Yeah, I think Miro needs to actually show that he's like, he can still be the dominant uh, force that he was in NXT when he was Alexander Rusev. And yeah, I think like with, along with like Chuck uh, turning on him again, and then, yeah, I think he's just going to go for broke and just like annihilate these guys and like really show that he's like a monster in AEW. Okay, I I hope so. Mm-hmm. You know, they they shouldn't have bothered with all this best man bullshit and all that. They just probably just brought should have brought like in just Miroslav Korchenko or something, <laughs> just like bring in this like this super killer. You know, like they did. You know, with with Rusev. You know, like that's yeah. Well, I'm know. thinking I'm thinking AEW's plan of action there was that they were going to bring him in. As something similar to what Rusev was uh, when he left uh, WWE, so they, that that they would recognize him, and they would slowly turn him into uh, the the Bulgarian brute yet again. Hmm. Well, I hope you're right, but I'm going with the best friends. Oh, okay. With, right. with yeah, the- I like Chuck. I like Chuck Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is how like the wedding. You know, wasn't quite that the wedding was almost the buildup to this match. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't quite think the good guys have got. You know, they had, they haven't got the revenge or the comeuppance. The bad guys haven't got the the comeuppance and all mm-hmm. that. All right, that said, okay. With all of this said, okay. The 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 whole Butler thing. Okay, doesn't work with guys. Charles Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because they obviously drew the inspiration from the days back when valets in the 80s were a thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they were rich, they were spoiled, they were pretty, they never worked a day in their life. They're this, they're that. Precious, Missy Hyatt, Sunshine, you know, all, all of those amazing valets and all that. Every once in a while, you know, a stipulation would be, you know, the you have to be the the valet of the heel has to be a maid for the for the day for 
what who whichever face won the match. Pro- probably the most famous one was David Von Erich in in the World Class Territories beating uh, gorgeous gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and Sunshine had to be the Von Erich's maid for the day and they put her to work and they had the camera, you know. So the spoiled rich girl had to actually work a day in her life. Okay, um, that worked. Stuff like that works. Like Chuck, who cares? Like Chuck is his butler. Like, <laughs> what, like okay, <laughs> you know, you know. Like it, it's just, it just doesn't seem to be a payoff here with 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 that. But that, but that said, okay, this this is this is a good way as well to give Orange Cassidy. You know, they have to keep pushing. He is gold. Oh yeah, like like I I'm sure there's a lot of old timers my age, you know, that are shitting all over Orange Cassidy for the gimmick and all that. But I think it's fantastic and it's working. the The guy's over like crazy, you know, yeah. and he's not a big goon. He doesn't even talk. He doesn't have a stupid tagline or you know like like the Rock had and all that. He's just it just. For some reason, this 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 is working. Yeah, it's uh, so. Yeah, um, it's something that uh, the fans are are obviously clinging to. So yeah, that's. <laughs> but I'm still going with Miro and uh, Sabian for the win on this one. Okay, who are you going for, Ducky? Chuck Taylor and Arch Cassidy. Mm. The Butler well, and the Slacker. Well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe because it looked like after that wedding, Miro was pissed off at Sabian too a little bit. Oh, so you think they might turn on each other? So maybe Sabian will be like you idiot or something, and then the super kick. Uh, yeah. Okay, could happen. It might be a swerve, bro. So who you got? <laughs> a swerve, bro. Yeah, It'll be a swerve, bro. So pick one. Who you got? Taylor Cassidy. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Next match. We got Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money match. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the buildup of this match is just pretty much seeing Matt Hardy trying to uh-huh. sign Adam Page to a manager's contract, but as he, as he did with a private party, he's been taking a majority of private party's earnings, so uh, yeah, uh, Adam Page switched out the contracts and, uh, yeah, made this match official. So, yeah, the I'm thinking Adam Page is going to come out on top with this one because this kind of just seems like a baby, like, I don't know. I, I, I could just see Matt Hardy losing and then just absolutely freaking out. Yeah, you know? I'm going to go with Adam Page, too. Okay. Um, myself, no, I'm going with Hardy. I think they're going to keep this, at least the shyster Hardy thing. I think they're going to, to, to keep going some more on this. And this, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like the, the whole thing when he's trying to get him drunk and to sign and, and, and then the camera's there and he's looking at the camera and saying, Okay, this is why I got you here. You, you know, and like like Paige is right there. And like, does no one watch the show back? Or is is no one in Paige's family DVRing the show or is like ah 
stuff like this just gnaws me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay. But, okay, I'll... I'll stop telling the kids to get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, you gotta play along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'll yeah. take Hardy with this. I think it. I think this still has some legs. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, we have the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match. This so far has Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Pentagon Jr., Lance Archer, Preston Vance, and or Max Caster from uh, the Acclaimed. Oh, okay. That's who yeah. those last two guys were. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of looking at some of these names, and I'm like, who the, who the fuck are half of these guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this one's a bit difficult to call because there's no actual story heading into it. Uh, but I'm going to go with Lance Archer. Uh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have. Yeah, yeah. Lance Archer. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking Cody. You know, because uh, this really. Uh, well, this. Well, this. Okay, maybe I'm just. Uh, he if if he's if he's booking it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I'm thinking. Okay, with the like this is going to be post Shaq, obviously. Yeah, because Shaq right. this. Yeah, which that? Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> okay, it's uh, happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which okay, there that's happening. They're they're bringing in one of the biggest names in the world, like ever. Mm-hmm. And the payoff is going to be on dynamite, not on pay per view. Okay, and they've just they've just pushed this just absolutely horribly. Like I understand. Uh, okay, that Cody's woman got pregnant, and so they had to do some shuffling with the lineup, which that's fine. I get that. But from one week or another, you don't know. Like, is Shaq a good guy or a bad guy? Who's the heel? Who's the face? Who's this? Who's, who's but this? also who's remember when Cody heel? took that landing on his shoulder a few weeks ago, that he might be injured. Oh, yeah, Cody. Well, they haven't announced that he's out of this match yet, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so I just I I I don't know. I'm thinking this is a way of building himself back up to win back the title. I'm, uh, I hope not. I hope you're wrong because I, I don't want Cody to turn into Triple H. That's neither, neither do I. He's yeah. but I'm actually I'm booking with my or I'm, I'm predicting with 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 my head, not my heart this time. Okay, so, fair enough. Yeah. Oh no, his Vince McMahon's coming out. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, you're going with Cody. Me and Ducky are going with Archer. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Next up on the block, we got a street fight featuring the Machine Brian Cage and Absolute Ricky Starks facing Darby Allen and Sting. I think it's a safe bet to say that Sting's not going to lose his first match back. No. <laughs> yes, no. Oh. At least, unlike the WWF when they brought him in, yeah, they they buckle bomb him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which, okay, okay. I understand where they were going, like when they power bomb Sting. Okay, yeah. But I really think that they kind of dropped the ball. 
with how they did it. They should have done this on the go home show before the pay per view. Oh, okay. so that- yeah, yeah, because you know, like they should have. Okay, because like they they power bombed him, they put him down, and then the next week, like this old man in his sixties, <laughs> the next week it's like nothing. You know, yeah, like like you know, so like I'm thinking proper a better way to have booked this. Okay, is you power bomb Sting? You know, a week a week before you know he that way you can kind of sell that he's really hurt. You know, yeah, and then when he comes when he comes back, yeah. Like it's just it's a good idea, okay. I'm sure Sting's back doctor cringed, okay, or his neck doctor. Well, he looked at high angle on the powerbomb, so it would have been his neck doctor. Okay, well, I'm sure Sting's doctor probably had a few words to say. Well, it's like the memes that came out of that were hilarious. Some of them, like there's one like the first shot where the camera's just focusing down on Sting and he's like holding his neck and his face is all looking weird. It's like the first one I saw was, I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't this, didn't this past week as well, like um, Darby Allen comes out on the, on the The zip line on, on the zip line and he beats the snot out of everyone with their turn with, with his skateboard, which as a skateboarder myself, I think that's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it just seems like they've already got their comeuppance, and it's the it's the faces going into the street fight strong. Yeah. Like, would, it, yeah. The way the way that you said it would have worked better, I think. Oh, yeah, it's it's, ba- it's backward booking. Yeah, I I agree with you on that one. They should have uh, they should have done it the the other way around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a lot. At the end of the day, though, as a wrestling fan, it's going to be fun seeing Sting again. Yeah, like an actual. Well, as close as to a match as they're kind of going to get. Yeah, okay, for because sure. he's he's not doing any sixty-minute projects I mean, unless they already filmed it. Yeah, there, there is some speculation that this still could be a cinematic match. So, who knows? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I want to see. Like, even if it, they just, if they just make it like a real match, but like, like I said, he's not going to do, you know, any hard hitting sixty minute matches. Darby will take the stupid shit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, all right. So, but we're all in agreement that Darby and Sting are going to come out on the winning side of this. Yeah. We're all we're all taking Sting. It's Sting. It's Sting. Darby, Darby might be dead when the match is over, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think Ricky Starks is going to take his fair share of bumps too. Oh yeah, yeah. They're young. Walk it off, son. Walk it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, <laughs> let, let let Brian Cage and Sting like slug it out for a little while, and then mm-hmm. all, the, all the three young guys go at it and take the crazy bumps. Uh, but yeah. Okay. okay so, so next up, we got. Uh, okay, so this match is uh, going to be difficult to call. It's going to be uh, a singles match for the women's title. It's Hikaru Shida defending either against. Nyla Rose or uh, Ryo Mizunami uh, from Japan. 
Okay. So, yeah, so I guess the finals between Nyla Rose and Ryo Mizunami is going to be on Dynamite this week. So it's kind of hard to really call a prediction for this match right now as it is. But I'm going to say it's probably going to be Nyla Rose, most likely. Okay, in the finals or defeating Sheeta yeah. altogether? Uh, it's going to be Nyla Rose in the finals to go on to Revolution, I think. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't... I would agree with that, but Sheeta's going to retain at Revolution. So yeah, who, who, whoever they throw at her. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Sheeta beats uh, Nyla Rose for the women's title last year, double or nothing. Yeah, so that's, yeah. So she's, I think she actually has the longest reign in AEW now, like longest single reign. She's you know, one of the best things going for them <laughs> as well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, it's hard to argue it, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so you, Sheeta's going to win regardless of who she faces? I'm taking Sheeta, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Sheeta as well. Ducky? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So no. I have, like, no offense to her, but I've never heard of uh, Ryu Mizunami. So, Wasn't yeah. Ryu, what, or whatever her name is, wasn't she their first women's champion? No, no, this is a different, this is, that was Riho. This is Ryo Mizunami. <laughs> Different. And also, Rio was in the tournament, but she was on the American side for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She beat uh, Serena Deeb in the tournament. Oh, yeah. Right, that's right. In, in, in one hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't know who Ryo Mizunami is, and I'm sure a, lo- a majority of the American uh, audience who will be primarily watching this probably don't know either, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be Nyla Rose coming out in the finals. So, yeah. but regardless, yeah, Sheeta, <laughs> Sheeta, Sheeta will come out on top. All right, uh, next match. There's two more matches. Uh, we got uh, the tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. We got the Young Bucks defending against Chris Jericho and MJF. Okay, okay, I'm I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks with this. Because uh, Sammy Guevara is going to cause um, his former teammates in the inner circle to lose. And that's what's going to spark MJF. That's what's going to spark MJF versus Guevara. And Jericho is going to be mad at Guevara as well and all that. It's just that's where they're going with it. So So you think uh, you think MJF will take the pinfall? Or yeah. and start fighting with MJF, and then they'll like fight to the back, and Jericho will be like, "What are you doing?" And then Jericho will take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and yeah. Full suffer his first loss to Sammy. Oh yeah, his first singles loss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is Papa Buck doing anything for you guys? Seeing like his dad, their dad on, and all that is this their dude? dad with seeing their dad with ketchup on his head? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah, fine. It's the fakest blood and all, and like whatever. I get it. They didn't want to scar up their 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 own dad and all that. But I I kind of like the idea. But what I know from this guy. Like he comes across when you see him physically, and we all know this guy, kind of, sort of. But 
he's kind of like that old hippie that you see in the record store. And he's looking for Zeppelin and Beatle records <laughs> that he doesn't have. You know, yeah. and and he's actually he seems like a really cool guy, someone you want well, to have a beer with and hang out with and all that. When it, I saw the photo of him, because I didn't watch that segment, I saw that photo. I'm like, he looks like a hippie IRS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit, yeah. A like, little bit. That's exactly he. Like he comes across as like a hippie guy that you would like, you'd want to hang out with and all that. Turns. Mm-hmm. Turns out, okay, maybe in the 60s he was that cool guy, but now the guy, and I don't want to get too political here, but the guy, he's a total Trump fuck, and he's he's total mega, just like just like his kids are and his his wife is and all that. And I just it's it it's heartbreaking. Like when you see an ex-hippie go that far right and that much of a Republican and all that, because it's just ah, it's just but it's here, it's here nor there. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. So well, I just, just wanted to get that off my chest. Okay. That's fine. But anyway, <laughs> so we're all, we're all uh, unanimously going to agree the Bucks are going to retain uh, because of Sammy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. And this brings us to our main event. <laughs> this <laughs> match is more my forte. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The Fire uh, Death Match for the <laughs> AEW World Championship, hitting Kenny uh, Omega against John Moxley. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? Okay. This is Moxley's forte. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the only people watching wrestling anymore right now are smart fans, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. Well it well it is. That's who's watching wrestling now. There is no casual wrestling fans anymore. That's why uh, that's why Raw's ratings are, are in the tubes. That's why no one's watching Wednesday nights and all that. But anyways, so my thinking with this is with nothing but smart fans watching right now, or for the vast majority, this is Moxley's thing. Mm-hmm. So Look for Moxley to dominate for the most part in this, but still somehow lose. Yeah, like I well, being that it's no DQ, I imagine the Good Brothers are going to get involved mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. points. Yeah, so, so like Mox will basically win, and then right when he's about to actually win, Good Brothers. Yeah, something's going to happen. And then he's going to get involved. Up Mox, and then Omega can get strength, and then like. Let's say one winged angel exploding barbar table. Boom, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably a safe bet. Okay. When this match starts, Matt, okay, how are we going to sedate him? Do we do we do do, <laughs> do, do we do we do we do we drug him? Do we sedate him with liquor? Do we like yeah, what, 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 what do we do? <laughs> I'll just feed him beers all night. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'll crush up some sleeping pills and sprinkle it on his pizza. There we go. <laughs> hey, guys, why is this pizza really good? <laughs> because, man, this... Okay, how much, Ducky, how much did you mark out when they announced this match? Like, this is right I up your I want it to be like a Japan one, but I doubt it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be at least a reasonable facsimile, though, I guess. Yeah. 
I mean, with Mox being in it, he's going to make sure it's done well. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For and sure. like that, it got that it got like Terry Funk's approval too. It's like okay. Why don't they throw a couple of bucks to Funk and get him to to ref this? Oh no, no, he's got a, a couple of health problems going on right now. Yeah, he's not doing so hot right now. So yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So so yeah, I'm going with Kenny. Kenny's retaining. You too, Whoa. dude. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I want Mox to win that because it's his, like his match. But I know Kenny's going to. This is just going to cause Kenny to like be able to cut promos saying that he beat Mox at his own game. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, really ham up the heel character a little bit more. And uh, I don't know. Do you guys think there'll be uh, the bullet, the actual Bullet Club, are going to come in uh, after this is done, or? Uh, or well, it all. Hmm. Well, Tamatonga. Tamatonga lives in Florida, so awesome. okay. I well, I don't think they're gonna do it with both the good, the good brothers and the young and the young bucks. I think they're kind of building up to like you could still have. Okay, can AEW use the words Bullet Club? They have, yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. like uh, into. Kenta was on Dynamite uh, last week. Right. Yeah, he's a member. He's an actual member of the Bullet Club. So he was he was wearing his uh, his Bullet Club T-shirt, the the Go to Sleep Club. Ah, right. Uh, okay. Also lost his IWGP title, IWGP US title match against Moxley last weekend. Oh, he lost. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we. Must- I find it funny because that, of course, it's filmed in Florida. This well. This part of the New Japan stuff is anyway. And people are like, so Mox can go to Japan and come back and be fine? It's like, you idiot. He probably drove half an hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, people don't like to do research. They just like to be mad about things. Yeah, but... What? Talk shit on the internet? Do people do that? What? I'm having a a fidget. I get bored and start wrestling arguments on wrestling pages and then just log out of Facebook for the night and log in and see what I stirred up and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've trolled Nickelback fans and all that oh. on oh yeah. Yeah, just 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 for kicks. Just just for kicks. Yeah. Just for yeah. the old <laughs> Okay, so ah, so that is AEW Revolution. I can't wait till I successfully defend my title with that once again. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, is, yeah but this is the first AEW pay-per-view that's on a Sunday, not a Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Before we get on with tonight's Turnbuckle Talk, which I'm pretty excited about. I can't wait to dive into it. There has been some cool stuff going on kind of behind the scenes, and it's going to be coming out as soon enough. But first, probably the thing that's been on the minds of wrestling fans the most this week is the signing of Paul White into AEW. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah. What's what was what's your initial reaction to it, you guys? Is this a good thing, a bad thing? Like, what's going through your minds? Well, I didn't see that AEW shared it first. Some some other site, probably the exposed turnbuckle on Facebook, shared it, and the, and the caption was, "Well, I started laughing at work." <laughs> right. Yeah, I was a bit shocked by it, to be honest with you. Like, I, I know, like, Big Show's not exactly, like, wrestling full-time. He's not, he's, he's he's gotten his fair share of world title runs under his belt. And he's, for better or worse, he's had a good career. And I, was, I wasn't about to think, like, oh, they're going to come in and make him the next big, like, the, the, the company's top star. Mm-hmm. But, um, after re- I read the article, I like, I, like, just seeing that, the graphic, though, saying Paul White is all elite, I was like, wait. What? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we saw him on Raw like not even a month ago, for or whenever that Legends Night thing was. It was it was in January anyway, before the Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah. So he was on that. So yeah, to see him there like so close is like very shocking. But yeah, like as it's been revealed, he's he's gonna he. he will be wrestling sometimes, but for the most part, he's gonna be a commentator. For the new Monday show called AEW Dark Re- Elevation. <laughs> yeah, that, that was going to be my next my next thought as well. Like, like what what do you do with him? He's not going to be wrestling, you know, a full time schedule. And obviously, he's he went to AEW because Khan threw more money than what Vince thought he was worth. Yeah, okay, because he's he he is. I, I imagine he's on the other side of 50 now and he can only do so much, you know, and yeah. eventually, eventually he'll, he'll, he'll go back to do the hall of fame and stuff like that. But right now, I guess Vince just said, well, just go ahead, take whatever, what, whatever money this money mark is going to give you, you know, and enjoy it. Um, I just, like with Sting, though, like you, you're like if you can't find something for Sting to do, then you know you should have your nameplate rip, ripped off. But what do you do? It's not it's not the same thing with the Big Show. Like first, first of all, you can't even call him the Big Show. No, he's he's just Paul White. It's just Paul White, and nobody like you have to educate, you know, people like. Well, I guess. Why does this Paul White guy look like the Big Show? <laughs> the Big yeah. Show, yeah. You may have to re-educate people, you know. Oh, to, you're going to have to re-educate the people who only watch AEW. Be like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Why does this guy, is this his brother? Yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 I've seen some people refer to him as the large performance. <laughs> 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 All those memes that that came out after Big Show was signed, like it would just—it's like pictures of current WWE guys with different names signing to AW. It's so funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was flooded. I was flooded with with stuff like that. People are getting very creative. Do you think? Speaking of flooding, you think this opens up? Okay, like the war. Okay, is kind of on, and that's something I want to talk to you, Matt, about. Um, but like the war between AEW, like the Wednesday Night War, is going on. Yeah, okay. 
Um, it's in Canada now. Sorry? <laughs> it's, and it's in Canada now. It, it is. It is. It is. Yes, yes. Do you think this makes people, you know, dub, loyal WWF wrestlers go, hmm, and we're going to start seeing the bouncing back and forth that we saw in the Monday Night Wars? Oh, that's that's a difficult one to say because it seems like a lot of the guys who go to AEW are kind of like who have been around for a while. I've heard nothing but horror stories about what WWE has turned into. Right. As far as like management wise. So I I'm thinking more so we're going to see guys like leaving WWE to go elsewhere rather than seeing guys from AEW or Impact go to the WWE. Unless they're just offered insane amounts of money and given empty promises, which I'm sure a lot of guys who are working there right now have been. It's going to take them some pretty pretty uh, crafty swindling to get them to jump ship over to, over to New York, I think. So, mm-hmm. I mean, NXT, NXT would be a good uh, place to go. Because I know Triple H is like mostly in charge of like trying to get guys to sign with a company nowadays. And uh, according to the Young Bucks, he's a pretty charming guy. He can try. He can charm his way into <laughs> any conversation. So I think really, Matt Jackson said like they would reject NXT contracts, but then by the end of the conversation, they were scheduling another phone call for the for the next week. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so yeah, so <laughs> Triple H. Triple H is a bit of a charmer, so uh, who knows? Uh, as of right now, I'm, I can only picture guys leaving uh, New York and going to Jacksonville and not the other way around, but I guess we'll we'll see. We'll see. For sure, for sure. Now, you just said right now, the war has come to Canada. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means that Sportsnet 360 is now showing NXT live on Wednesday nights in direct competition with AEW Dynamite. Right. That was going to be my next question. It is on at the same time. Yep. Yep. Okay. And did you guys already, like, were you guys in front? Did you have your beady little eyes on the TV last Wednesday? I watched NXT. Yeah. I I was doing some channel I was primarily watching Dynamite, but I, I did I did do a little bit of channel flipping, mm-hmm. and uh, but for the most part, I, I, yeah, I watched uh, I watched uh, Dynamite till the end, and then I and then I watched my pre-recorded uh, NXT in full after that. That no DQ uh-huh. match was good. <laughs> yeah, it was, and uh, also that angle with with uh, Adam Cole turning on Roderick Strong. Yeah, the, that was good too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adam, Adam Cole is such a bastard. <laughs> but we're gonna, I can't wait for this Adam Cole O'Reilly feud again. Oh man, if it's if it's half as good as their Ring of Honor feud, then then it's gonna be amazing. And like, I will NXT never disappoints. So I would only assume that this feud is just gonna be in absolutely insane. Because like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oof. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. I don't, as we speak, I don't have Sportsnet 360, but it is on my to-do list. And I think what I'm going to be doing is probably pre- predominantly watching Dynamite, but I will be doing the switching back and forth. That is going to drive my mother-in-law crazy. <laughs> okay, but 
Mrs. Snowy, like she's so used to me watching wrestling, but the 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 Jays or the Jets are playing, you know, on the other, on the other channels. So I'll flip back and forth and all that. So she's kind of good. She kind of has her snowyisms figured out and all that. But that's going to drive my mother in law when when I when I switch it over and then she has to try to figure out what's going on and who these new people are. Yeah, because she's she's starting to learn. You know, the AEW, some of the AEW guys, you know, like the Mar like like Marquis Dunt and Jungle Boy and and Cody and you know, like she's, now she's got to learn like, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Now she's gotta learn a whole gotta learn a whole new roster and all that. So that's something to look. I'm I'm just waiting for a moment where uh Tony Khan is going to try to spoil something that's going to happen on. Another that'll put butts in seats. <laughs> that'll put butts in seats. Every, every eighteen inches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I. You know what? I. I, I hope so. I hope this. I, I hope stuff like this happens because it's comp- competition. You know, is good for everyone. Oh, yeah, it helps everybody grow. Well, sure. there was an interview with Khan the other day, and he said he would hope in the future if AEW and WWE could work together. As long as Vince is alive. That oh, never if that's never going to happen, no, no. no. Maybe with Triple H when he takes over, but... yeah, I can see that because the money to be made there would be insane. Yeah, but like... WWE isn't what it was 20 years ago. It's like a publicly traded company now. Like it's just, it's 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 a conglomerate. It's a juggernaut. It's not. It 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 doesn't need the support of other uh, territories in order to get viewers. Like they pretty much have all the viewers they're going to get at this point. Or and they're they're making angles like a month and have like a Survivor Series WWE AW boom that's it. Yeah, the only the only way Vince would ever agree to something like that is if all the WWE guys won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then they they buckled bomb Terry Funk into the and, and Yeah, they just <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I don't think uh I think guys like John Moxley are very hesitant to be working anywhere near a McMahon anytime oh, soon. Yeah. I think so. I think well, it's so. like because Khan and Omega said that would be cool if it happened. And Mox was like, I don't see it happening, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Time will tell. Time time will tell. Yeah. But Are you guys? As of, sorry? As of right now, I am enjoying all the partnerships between, uh, between AEW and uh, Impact and New Japan and Mm-hmm. I guess NWA, if that's even a thing anymore, I don't know. Well, so, yeah, I was kind of on, kind of on the fence if I wanted to talk any NWA. Apparently, their all their content has been taken off YouTube. They haven't made an official announcement on what's going on, but apparently, the dirt sheets are are already speculating that they're going to be filming new stuff, and the NWA is coming back. I'm going. I'm going to wait, you know, until Billy Pumpkins actually, you know, makes some sort of statement. 
Yeah, right. there's still no videos on the channel. I'm currently on it. Okay, okay. And honestly, I don't know why they seized power. Yeah, they couldn't have anyone in the audience, but there was no one in the audience for any of the other federations and all that. Maybe, maybe the the gate was what was paying, you know, the people on that show that night. That's mm-hmm. the only, the only thing that I that I can think of. Yeah. For sure. So, oh well. So yeah, I certainly, I certainly hope they they come back. I for some reason like wrestling fans, we are so self-deprecating and all that. We just love it when wrestling fails, and I never understood that mentality. People have been ringing the death bell for Impact for years. As I said, why? Why don't you? Why, just why? Well, yeah, why Dixie Carter ran it into the ground. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but why? I I never understood that mentality. Okay, you don't like it, but you know why? Do, why do you want a wrestling federation to fail? I'll just never, I'll never understand that. But okay, fair enough, fair enough. Speaking of Dixie Carter, are you guys psyched for EC three going to Ring of Honor? Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's. Is the potential to be great. I mean, the guy's a good wrestler. He's good on the mic. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, they should take advantage of, uh, of a WWE's failed uh, opportunity. To make him a star. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think it's definitely a coup for ring of honor. It would probably, it definitely fits their budget. Okay. You know, because they're pocky, even though the, you know, they're part of the Sinclair broadcasting corporation and all that. I'm sure their pockets aren't as deep as Khan's and Vince's are and all that. So I think it's a pretty good snag for them. But just his gimmick, you know, that he did so well, okay, like, I think it's dead. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, a, he's good on the mic. He's a great wrestler. But the rich boy thing, like, without, without his aunt... "Quote unquote." Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I I think that's that gimmick is dead. So you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna segue for a second. You know what else is dead? Um, I'm just scrolling through Facebook here, and my buddy shared something. It's a from a recent Bellator event. It says, "Is this what it feels like to lose your left nut?" And a dude took two full four spinning back kicks to the ball. Oh. Ouch. Like accidental, but like full blown, full force. Like, <sighs> I haven't been following. I haven't been following MMA in a while now. Is Bellator still a thing? Are there yeah, nope. old clips? Yeah, that's where that's where Jake Hager fights. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. See, I probably should have probably should have known that. Okay, I'm gonna send this video to the chat to show you guys the amount of pain that I'm in watching this. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all might as well suffer, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to switch gears here now to this, uh, this episode's turnbuckle talk. And like I said, I kind of kept you guys in the dark as to what we were talking about, because I kind of want to make a little bit of a game about it. 
Okay. Anyways, you guys will recall a couple episodes back at the beginning of the year, we had our own little Slammy Awards or whatever you want to call them. We had like our picks in various key categories, you know, that are important to pro wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was kind of, I drew the inspiration from that idea as being a reader of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. All of these years, I particular I always particularly enjoyed the year end issues when they gave out their year end awards and their year in review. That was always the issue that I really enjoyed the most. In my hot little fists right now, you can't see it, but I'm showing the screen. Here it is. The new what we know as the latest Pro Wrestling Illustrated and their 2020 Achievement Awards. Like I said, why this is so exciting to me is because this is something that I discovered, you know, in 1985 in my early teens. And it's just something that I always really enjoyed all the way up to today. Now, some people might be saying, well, holy shit, it's March 1st. You're awfully late with this, aren't you, Snowy? What's going on? You got to remember with magazine scheduling and publications, things always are pushed back, you know, Uh from the time. Sometimes it could be up to two months from the time an article is written to the time it gets to Snowy's hands and all that. The pandemic, the Carino, really hasn't helped things. Right. Okay, so... Yes, I'm only now just recently gotten, you know, this issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So what I want to do with all of these key categories is I kind of want to throw them out to you guys and see if you guys can make a prediction as to who ended up winning what category to kind of help things along Okay, for years and years and years, okay, this was part of the uh, what were known as the Aptor mags. Okay, Bill Aptor was, you know, there was Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Inside Wrestling, The Wrestlers, Sports Review Wrestling. Like, there was a whole myriad, and I bought every issue every month. Okay, they were the ultimate in Mark magazines. Okay, like they were total. You know, they were uh, total work magazines. Over the years, though, they've it's kind of balanced out. Okay, so it's not they're not you don't really know when like it's supposed to be fan ballads. Okay, but when something's a work, you can't take, you know, the their word. You know, did they really actually have twenty five thousand people vote or not? Who knows? It's wrestling, you know. <laughs> yeah. A wrestler, te- yeah. If a wrestler it's tells the truth, attendance. <laughs> that's right. That's right. A wrestler tells the truth. It's twenty five percent bullshit. A wrestler lies. It's twenty five percent true. Yeah. You know? So kind of bear that in mind. So going to open up the new Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which I'm so stoked for. Get to the Achievement Awards. Okay. 
First award, you guys. In the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Achievement Award for Rookie of the Year. Who would you guys think that the 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 readers of Pro Wrestling Illustrated voted Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. That's a tough one. Uh, it is. It's, yeah. uh, come on. Think, 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 think. Um, damn, I don't know. Like... Uh, there's so many. Yeah, there's there's so many, but there's actually so few as well. You know, like it just seemed like like back then when I was your age, okay, like there there were so many great rookies. Okay, you had so many to choose from, and then just as as you know, especially the last ten years, it seemed like there was there there was less and less. No. You know, but just in the in the interest of time, I like I understand we don't want to be thinking about it all night. So this year's PWI Rookie of the Year was Dominic Mysterio with 50, 50, 54 percent. Really? Of the vote. <laughs> I guess that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like really like the when you see when you see. You know who who qualifies as a rookie this year? You you had Dominic Mysterio at fifty four four percent, Anna J, who would have been probably would have been my vote at eighteen percent, Joshua Ravra. I don't know who, who that is. Looks like an indie guy, and Abaddon, that scary looking chick in AEW. Oh yeah, from yeah, six, yeah, yeah. And then when you get in the vote for others, there's all these other names that I don't never even heard of, except for Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, he's in there because because uh, this was his first year as a wrestler. Yeah, even though yeah, even though a yeah. for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next, most improved wrestler of the year. Now this is this this was always kind of tricky, okay? Because as I mentioned in that aforementioned episode, they kind of always gave it to like a really good wrestler, but because they, you know, went on and captured a major title or something, that seemed to have gotten the fans' choice. Well, definitely not Nia Jax again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you, you kind of got to think who who had a really good year, you know, who 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 really stepped up, you know, their their game and in 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 their accomplishments. Hmm. I know. I'm basically sending you. You. I've sent basically sending you guys to the wolves here. Like this. No idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, with thirty percent, Drew McIntyre. Really, most, most improved. Okay. Most improved because he went on to win the world title. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, they they did the same thing with Kurt Henning in '87 when he won the AWA world title. 
Like he was mm-hmm. always a great wrestler. Okay, but you know, he took he they they elevated him one more. It was the same thing with with uh Terry Gordy in nineteen eighty six, I wanna say, when he won the UWF world title and all that. So it was it's kind of basically the same idea. Some of the other vote getters were Ricky Starks with thirteen, Otis with twelve, and eleven and Jay Jay Uso with eleven percent. Okay. And yeah, like I was thinking Drew McIntyre would go with those criteria, yeah. That definitely would have gotten my vote. Otis Otis though, um, like what did he do the year before? I don't know anything about him. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. In my opinion, he's just been doing the same shit up until recently. Because like now, now he seems to have turned heel. But for the like when he was in NXT and up his entire main roster run, uh, in my opinion, he's just been doing the exact same fucking thing. Just being a, a guy who likes to eat ham, going, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect for the WWF." Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the inspirational wrestler of the year, and there, this there's really no rhyme or reason to why, like how you always were to win this, this this particular award. I guess like just just take it for for face value, you know. Like they did something to inspire, you know, viewers. For however that could mean, so just off, just off the top of your head, who do you think you know the the inspirational wrestler of the year? Uh, Finn Balor. Well, that would probably be a good choice. Yeah, he went because he went back to NXT and reclaimed his former glory that he lost on the main roster. Well, there we go. That's kind of what what it is. Do you have any any? Thoughts, Ducky, as to what maybe the inspirational wrestler of the year would be? I can see it being Balor, too. Okay, that's actually a really good choice. They gave it to Shad Gaspard. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because, like, he had passed away while saving his son. Saving his son, yeah, okay. Yeah. Was he, was he still a wrestler, though? That's the thing. Like, yeah. He was? Okay. Right. Yeah, him and J2G would sometimes tag on the indies. Okay, still is crime time or is like someone else? I think still is crime time. Okay, even though that gimmick was technically racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those promos were great, though. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. This this was kind of interesting. The second runner-up with five percent wasn't a person itself but the whole hashtag speaking out movement okay yeah yeah okay. yeah that was that was definitely um and uh the first runner-up was thunder rosa with 10 percent, which that i totally get as well because you know like they 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 gave her such a like i didn't even know who thunder rosa was until her nwa gig right yeah and then now here she is you know, went on to become NWA champion, and now she's got a spot on AEW. Like, good honor. Yeah, good sure. Okay, this, the comeback of the year, might be a little 
this is this is where kind of the categories might start to get a little bit easier. I'm gonna have to go with Randy. As in Randy Orton. Randy Orton? Dude. First runner up with fifteen percent, Randy Orton. Uh <laughs> so, well, so just because finally brought back his legend killer gimmick for a while, and it was great. Uh, yeah, no, f- no, fair, fair enough, fair enough. The winner overall, Matt. If you don't, if you don't, do you have a guess here? My guess, my guess for this one would also be Finn Balor. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, cool, cool. This actually makes a lot of sense. The comeback of the year was MVP. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we hadn't seen him in a hell of a long time, and I'm yeah. thinking, I'm yeah, I'm thinking he's become an integral part of Raw. Right. Yeah. Right. Now he's you know the top guy in the hurt business. Yeah. Stable, getting like with a bunch of like well, some new guys, some old guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. They're basically kind of they're like a combination of like the nation and evolution. If that makes sense. Oh, totally. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's probably where they were going with that. This probably would have been my choice. The second runner up with 13% Eric Young. Okay. Yeah. The the world-class maniac because he had disappeared for a while and he came back and he has made such a splash on impact. It's, it's been amazing. He's got like a, or what they call violent by design. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. stable, and of course, I think he, yeah, he had the impact run as well. He just made a really big splash and got a lot of people talking. Oh yeah, I think the for the like this is the first time this year that independent wrestler of the year has popped up. See, like, 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 like I said, this used to be a Mark magazine and all that, and now it's kind of a Smart Mark magazine now as well so of course the whole indie thing is going to make more and more of an impact so you you, you got to think who's making waves on the indies okay personally uh, this is kind of a hint the, the the person who won it i really marked out for okay okay so do you have any idea? And I was actually kind of surprised by it, but I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no idea. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? Oh, and this, oh. this is great. You got it? You got a thought? Uh, is it a woman? It is not. It is not. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. It is not. Oh, okay. Well, all right. The The big hint is that I marked out for it because it was Warhorse. Okay. okay. <laughs> With 19%, I guess. I guess because, you know, his appearance at AEW really helped. And I guess he's something within the indies. And for me personally, since he is apparently a legit metalhead, I'm looking at his picture here. Like any guy, like if you want like a fake uh, heavy metal gimmick, like the headbangers were in the WWF, 
and and on all that. Okay, you know, Warhorse is legit because he had a, he has a a King Diamond patch on his jacket. Now, if you don't listen to heavy music and all that, you're probably saying, "Well, who cares? It's just a patch." Uh, no, 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 no. If you know anything about legitimate heavy music, you understand where I'm coming from when I say that legitimizes Warhorse as an actual heavy music fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick, Nick Gage, 14%. Ducky, I thought you would really dig that. Mm-hmm. And Chris Dickinson was the third runner-up. Okay. Now, this is where I kind of have to eat a little bit of crow here because before, I think it was before we went on the air, we were talking about Shellac, the the <laughs> the, the deathmatch wrestler and yeah. all that, who he himself is a legit metalhead, and we were talking about how he's got a a match coming up with Alley Cat. Okay, they're they're gonna have a death match, and I I don't know if it's a death match, but I okay. think Alley Cat's in trouble either way. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, um, in the votes for others categories, like you had the winner, you have the three runners up, and then you have like you know the top vote getters, yeah. you know, for the rest of them. Alley Cat actually garnered some votes in this. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta eat a little bit of crow. I mean, all this was off off air. This conversation, but yeah, she can go. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good honor, good honor. You and just I, saw I'll... the comedy match. We were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll be cheering for her against Schlock. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, feud of the year, which I guess, like I. Like it's all it was called the feud of the year back then, you know, when kayfabe was a huge thing and like kayfabe is kind of dead. They're still kind of calling it feud of the year. But uh, as opposed to like angle. Yeah, which is which which is good because there's they're still keeping that 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 tradition. So instead of. The idea of the angle, it's. It's the it's the matches, it's the fighting, it's the grudge, it's it's all of that stuff that we believed as kids when we thought these two really don't like each other. Oh my god, they're gonna kill each other. Yeah. No that so with that in mind, the feud of the year. Feud of the year. Jeez. Oh I hate when like you're asked these questions and then you just draw a complete blank. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the first time we're doing it. Like ne- when we do this next year, like you yeah. guys, ace you guys, you guys are gonna ace this next year. Yeah, hopefully. You know, so <laughs> I know. Like we'll I said, forget about this, and Snowy will go. Do you remember this list thing? And we'll be like, what? What? <laughs> uh, what is he talking about? <laughs> what's What's Pro Wrestling Illustrated? Yeah. Who, who let this old? No, man- we can't record tonight. We got a metal show to go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be that too. Holy shit! Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's a that, that's a problem this year. Yeah, that's a problem. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, kind of feud of the year. 
Jeez. Uh, I'm going to guess either Orton McIntyre or Orton of the Fiend. Well, okay. Well, you were kind of half right and you were pretty close. The first runner up with 16% was Edge versus Orton. Oh, okay. Edge right. versus the feud of the year overall was Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess they were they were teaming, and then one turned on the other, and it's just. They yeah, still should have saved that for a crowd. They could. Yeah. 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 As well. As well, the second runner-up was Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that, that's who I was going to say. <laughs> that, that, that was the one on the tip of my tongue, and I, I don't know why. I always assume like these guys from these magazines are always going to go for guys who aren't WWE. So, well, yeah, yeah well, it's it it did. See, that's that's kind of tough because they did put a lot of not necessarily emphasis, but when they when they garner when when they put together every month, they had their top ten. And you know, like it was Hogan. Is this this was when Hogan was WWF champion, Flair was NWA champion, and all that. Like Flair was always ranked number one because he was the NWA champion because that was more of the legit federation because they, you know, because it it, it was a wrestling magazine as opposed to the circus magazine that the WWF had become. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, like yeah, it's not totally biased. It's not it's it's not totally biased. Um my what I the the kind of the feud that captured my attention the most over the year and just this person in general in the votes for others category was Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like that, that really got my attention. And I'm actually surprised it didn't get quote unquote more votes than all that. Like, well, probably had to do more with Tessa Blanchard by herself than anything. Yeah. Well, probably. Probably. Yeah. Like she was, she just, she was just it, like for the first half of the year, like she had everyone yapping. Mm -hmm. Most popular wrestler. Makes this make sense and just or in terms of it is what it is. There's no trick to this. Just which wrestler do fans love the most? Gotta be Orange Cassidy. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not <laughs> only that, no oh Ornette shit his pants reading that. <laughs> he did no doubt. No no doubt. No doubt. Not only that, but on the cover. Is a picture of Orange Cassidy wearing a shirt of himself. Yep, and he's <laughs> he's, right. he's he's got the plaque upside down in his hand. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and of course, given the half-ass thumbs up. Um, yeah, nope. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's more so his catchphrase than anything because he doesn't have a catchphrase. He's his half his half-ass thumbs up. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. you're getting with him. Yeah. And I guess I guess the first runner up, Moxley, Drew McIntyre, and Keith Lee. Like that oh, all, yeah. that all stands to reason. Yep, for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you have the most popular. You gotta flip it over 
to the most hated. Who do you Gotta think? be MJF. Gotta be MJF. You're in the ballpark. You're oh, in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What did Goldberg for when he came back? <laughs> Goldberg. Which time? <laughs> when he won the Universal title from The Fiend? Yeah. yeah. Any any idea, Ducky? You're most uh, hated? Sorry? Uh, shit. Nia Jax, because she keeps hurting people? I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, that's probably the shoot answer. But, mm. you know, like Seth Rollins has been, you know, the Monday night Messiah. Messiah. Yeah, like no. he's he's been the big heel all year. Yeah. yeah. He, he's dropped the Messiah gimmick now though. But Oh, okay. Yeah. He's now all about embrace he's still a heel, but he went back to his old music and now his big thing is embrace the vision. Uh, he seems to be in a feud with Cesaro now. So we'll see where that goes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh yeah. first runner up was Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, and then MJF, sec- second runner-up, and Randy Orton was third. Okay, really? Oh, I'm I'm surprised that MJF was behind Roman Reigns. Cause I guess, but I guess, like, MJF was one of those guys that, like, he's so good at being an asshole that you, like, you mm-hmm. love, you love how, you love to hate him. Like, mm-hmm. you just want to... Roman, we're just all sick of him. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Current current Roman, I'm good with. I like current Roman. I was I'm sick of I was sick of the big dog. I was mm-hmm. sick of that one. The tribal. Oh, chief, me too. Yeah. yeah. The tribal chief is good shit. The big yeah. dog, old news. Mm-hmm. They, they they tried pushing that for half a decade and it didn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> but according to Mister McMahon, it it worked good. Oh, did it? Well. <laughs> Why are they sick? Are they chanting "fuck you, Roman"? No, they're chanting "thank you, Roman." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I told you it would work, Bruce. <laughs> oh, no, nothing was more telling than the the night after WrestleMania. Or no, no, it wasn't after when WrestleMania. Beat Taker. What? When he beat Undertaker? No, it was actually later on that year when uh, in, it was still in 2017, but in. Uh, when John Cena came back and they were hyping the match between Roman Reigns and John Cena. And I, I think the crowd must have been, it must have been Chicago or something. One of those like heavy uh-huh. wrestling uh-huh. crowd. And like the, when, when uh, John Cena and Roman Reigns had finished taking out the heels and they were both standing in the ring, the crowd just went, you both suck. You both suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read the room guys. It's fucking Chicago, Chicago, Philly. Like, do you think anyone there likes Cena? Like, uh, <laughs> read the room. If read the room. Money in the Bank 2011 when uh, CM Punk won the WWE title and ran off with it and put the put the title in his fridge, then <laughs> then you'll know how crazy <laughs> Chicago and people are. and it's been ten years and people still still chant CM Punk. Yep. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Is CM Punk and Rock and and The Rock okay are retired and they're still the most over wrestlers in wrestling right now like it's yeah uh, it's it, it's head shaking if they keep mjf a heel and keep him strong he is winning this next year yeah for sure yeah. for sure yeah yeah match of the year self-explanatory 
has to be the tag team title match of revolution between the Bucks and Kenny Omega. And oh, dude, you're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the greatest match in wrestling history. No, I it, it <laughs> up there. Like, definitely the be- one of the best matches in the last 10 years. Like, yeah. and, and a tag team match at that, considering that this was in AEW's first year of existence after we had been fucking deprived of tag team, good tag team wrestling from the WWE for how long? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And this was my match of the year as well, as I recall, when we when we did our our awards, the Bucks versus Page and Omega. So while you're on a high about that, I'm going to bring you down a bit because the first runner up was the greatest wrestling match ever. Like I said, (laughs) that's yeah. Uh, the greatest wrestling match ever was uh, it was good, but it, no, it wasn't the greatest match ever. But no, not even yeah. close. They had not, to redo a spot, and then Edge was out for ten months. Uh huh. Yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah. just. I, thought, I, I didn't know that's what you were referring to, Ducky. I thought you were referring to. Uh, I thought you said people were calling the tag team match the greatest wrestling match no. ever. Sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> no, I went the greatest wrestling match ever backlash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Backlash. <laughs> This is the greatest show. <laughs> now, now, considering the greatest wrestling match ever beat out Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley at Mania and Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh, like, I forgot about that one. My chest. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, that, that's surprising, <laughs> like especially Dragunov and uh, Walter. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was like I said before when we were talking about that match. That like it, it almost like it almost seemed like before that match, before they went out for that match, somebody went up to Walter and just said, "Oh, by the way, wrestling's real." And then just and then Walter went out. <laughs> like, Someone went up to him is like Ilya Dragunov thinks you're fake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he called you a sissy. Yeah. Oh. I don't think they would use that word anymore. No, okay. Walter, no, no. Walter kill you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, any, any anyone who doesn't wear knee pads or elbow pads, I am legitimately afraid of. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're getting down to the, the nitty-gritty here, the two categories here. That mean the most tag team of the year. Uh, Young Bucks. Okay, what do you say, Duck? I'm gonna go Bucks. They were in the votes for others. Oh, but um, I, they're called the Golden Role Models, I guess. Bailey and oh. Banks. Okay, really, they won tag team. They of the year? yeah, tag team of the year now. Okay. Quote one, <laughs> because I, I would a- say that those two were definitely the shining stars of the performance center era. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Especially I Bailey. still, I still love that first episode in the performance center with no crowd when Oscar jumped somebody and then Hunter was Triple H. Oh, she must have come through the crowd. No one saw her. It's like, <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, the first SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, was she, that a, she, 
Get into the crowd. Yeah, was that, was that also the one where uh, Miz and Morrison were doing a an episode of the Dirt Sheet, and they were just like, if anyone has any, or if, or if uh, anyone thinks that Miz and Morrison aren't the greatest tag team of all time, speak up right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> dead silence. Yeah, in, okay. Caution. Yeah, which which actually makes sense. There's a picture of them holding, I think it's both belts, both tag team. Yeah, at one time, yeah, Sasha was the Raw women's champion. Bailey was SmackDown, and they had the tag team titles. And they had the women's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah I still don't totally... Well, those two work together well because, like, Banks is the ultimate bitch. Yeah, okay. Okay, like she just has, she's got the bitch face. You know what I mean? Like she but looks in real life. In real life, in real life, she's a sweetheart. Like I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm like sure. or she, she generally like loves what she does. Like even if she doesn't like, I think the only thing she hates is when like fans like ambush her at the airport. Which, yeah, which I kind like, of understand that as well. Yeah, but like that—that's caused some people to be like, "Oh, Sasha Banks is a bitch." It's like, well, no, you're like stalking her. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's like look at Alexa Bliss's stalker online right now. It's getting. Oh, I know that's Jesus Christ. That's scary. scary. Someone just needs to take him out behind the barn. Like that's it. Or like, someone just needs to take him to the bar and get him laid or something. Like, <laughs> fuck. like yeah, like fuck. Jeez. Like, and then it's like the scariest thing is that he's not in love with Lexi Kaufman. He's in love with Alexa, uh, a fictional character. Yeah, who doesn't really exist. Like, dude. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Man, oh, man. I remember, okay, when I was, when, okay, I'm still doing Radioactive Metal, our brother program, but I made this off-the-wall comment about, like, like, where's the internet DJ stalkers? You know, where's my groupies? Where, where's, where's, where's my stalkers and all that? Yeah, where, where's the audio engineer stalkers? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and Mrs. Snowy just said, don't, don't even fucking say that because, like, the last thing I need is some fucking psycho chick trying to take me out. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're right. I wouldn't worry about it, though, you know? <laughs> I don't say that. I'm sure Mr. Yeah. Snowy are going against. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be the other woman. In mm. uh, the votes for others was kind of interesting because Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham picked up a couple votes, and so did the North as well. So good on them. Yeah, that that was actually kind of surprising. The runner-up was FTR. No surprise there. Yeah, and uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Okay, well, nice. I mean, they were a part of the, the best tag team match of the fucking year, or the best match of the year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So, of course, that leaves us with just one, the final category, the big one, the the whole enchilada, the world title of wrestling categories. Mm-hmm. Is is wrestler of the year? I already know who it is. It's gotta be the one and only John Mark. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding! Yeah, for sure. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, he was yeah. my he was my wrestler of the year too. So yeah, I guess uh, PWI and myself see eye to eye on this. <laughs> who did I? Who, who did I said? Kenny Omega got my my yeah. vote on our program, like on our year end award and all that. I, I don't see Omega anywhere. No, not not no no runner up. No vote in the voting for others. Well, you have to remember Nothing. that. Of the year, he was in a tag team, and the the resurgence of the cleaner didn't happen until December. So, oh, okay, fair and enough. And you gotta remember, no one knows where the fuck Winnipeg is. That's true too. Mm-hmm. Except except for our astute listeners, they have their geographical yeah. shit locked down. Yeah, well, if if you're a Kenny Omega fan now, I guess winnipeg would be like a few thousand miles north of north carolina (laughs) (laughs) definitely yeah right on on. yeah john moxley wrestler of the year with 29 percent uh runners up bailey jericho and banks okay i agree with all those yeah 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 and then in your votes for others Drew McIntyre, Cody, uh, Os- Oscar, Randy Orton, and Adam Cole. Like you can't. That's okay. Yeah, sure. My my pick wasn't in there. Um, and like I said, Tessa Blanchard had my attention. Like for the first half of the year and all that. For the mm-hmm. most part, you can't argue with that. Um, tiny those tiny Adam Cole memes are still the greatest thing ever. Tiny Adam Cole memes? Well, because remember that whole feud with Pat McAfee, he's saying like he wasn't big enough or whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those memes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. There was a recent one I saw yesterday. No, I saw it at work today. It was Marco Stunt. Like, AEW was like Marco Stunt, and they replaced um, Brody Lee's kid with Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, the last two, the last, the, the last two. Okay, these aren't. I'm not. I'm not going to try to get you guys to guess these, but they have the Stanley Weston Awards, where they kind of give out uh, for life for lifetime achievement. Okay, they kind of they kind of give out this award. Stan, Stanley Weston, I believe he was he was the publisher that first started this whole. Uh, group of magazines way back when even before my time you can believe it you know there was life There's before stuff so. before your time <laughs> that's, that's right I like, to, I like to bug my mother-in-law by, by saying when, when when she went to school there was no history class <laughs> <laughs> because there was no history <laughs> school all that. So, so yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So the Stanley Weston Award, basically the Lifetime Achievement Award, they gave one of them to the former editors Stu 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 Sachs. Okay, who is a big part of this group of magazines. I don't really expect you guys to really know who that is, but they also well they also gave one to Medusa Michelli as well. Like you guys know who that is? Yep. You know she was a Laundra Blaze in uh, the WWF, and then she went on to just 
being just plain old Medusa in WCW during the whole Monday Night Wars and all that. And but WCW. Yeah. And WCW, yeah, yeah. But she That's actually title belt. When she, when she dropped, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the thing is, that's what she's probably always going to be known for. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that and that's fine. That's a hell of a legacy. But, you know, the bill, even pre-Alondra Blaze, like I saw her in the AWA. That's where I, where I first discovered her and all that when she was Medusa Michelli. And I saw, okay, this, she's, she's going to be a star. In some way, shape, or form, and she, she was, and all that, and she was a trail. She was one of the trailblazers for women, as well. Like the the Becky Lynches, the the yeah. the, the like, Sasha Banks, all of them, in some way, shape, or form, you know, should buy Medusa beer. Yeah, they the like women's wrestlers weren't doing anything what she was doing back then. Mm-hmm. No. No. So, <laughs> oh. before, before Ducky dies there, yeah. da, 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 that, is, that, is, that is the year-end, the 2020 Achievement Awards Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Thank you for uh, humoring me, guys. I really appreciate that. But I, I hope you guys... Had a good time with it. Trust me, uh-huh. next year, this this was just the building year. Okay, this, yeah. is, the, this is the introductory and the all foundation. that. <laughs> this yeah. was the foundation. Holy next shit, year. we've been doing this for a year. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, yeah, because we started... After the Rumble last year. Yeah, and then the world went to hell. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then we had to start doing it over. Yeah, the, we, the first we episode did. didn't go up till, till much later, but right, right, yeah. right. The first episode was also almost four hours long. Well, that's the director's cut version, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, not, that's not the version that's up on Shining Wizards. So right, maybe right. I don't know. Maybe I can go find that, and I can I can put up the unedited version as like a special treat. Would anybody be interested? Let us know. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe for an for an anniversary, or um, maybe as a uh, as a contest winner or something, we'll 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 send you the full four hour file. Yeah, <laughs> it exists on my hard drive. So yeah, you want to listen to four drunks after watching the Rumble all night talk for four hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would even test my patience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, once again, thank you so much, guys. That was a lot of fun. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Uh, they can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in Canada or Instagram at wrestling night in Canada. Right on, right on. And of course, we are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, Shining Wizards Network. Dot com. If you are hearing about us through some various other means and all that, definitely go there. Check out the myriad of awesome programs on this network. It's not only, it's predominantly a pro wrestling network, but there's pop culture, there's uh, there's comedy, there's, there's music. If you're into the heavier side of music, uh, 
the our brother program radioactive metal is on there if you can't if you haven't had enough of your cool uncle snowy and you want me to irritate you some more you're gonna after want- that director's cut you'll have enough of them <laughs> yes <so. laughs> yes so yeah yeah go over there check out radioactive metal hang out with me and my co-host aaron over there and all that and just kind of um guys keep your uh, schedule open upcoming because uh wrestlemania is and being being a big music and wrestling fan okay i think i kind of want to do something with with radioactive metal because there's such a strong you know connection with wrestling and heavy music i think i might want to do something with that and get your guys input so stand by to stand by in the okay. meantime, in the meantime, and in between time, that's it. This has been another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. Uh, I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>